Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to All About TRH, a.k.a. All About the Truth. On today's episode, we catch up and recap the latest episodes from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Beverly Hills, and Talk Miami Betrayal. Hi, Chantal. Hey, Roxanne. Hi, guys. Chantal, we have been getting so many DMs. I haven't checked our DMs. Uh, in a few days, which is so not like me, but we've been getting DMs of literally people asking if we're okay. Oh, that's so sweet. Were you taking yeah. a vacation too, huh? Since I was gone? Well, actually, I was like super sad because you were gone and my husband's been at a conference in San Diego. So, and then my son has been sick, of course. <laughs> I feel like every time. Seriously, I do I'm this, so over you guys. <laughs> every time I do a podcast, I'm like someone's sick in my family. So, and then I had work and it was just like me and these three kids. So, it's been um, a lot. And then I couldn't, like, when I needed a second to myself and I wanted to call you, you were in Mexico. And I'm like, okay, let me go talk to my husband. And he wasn't in the room. <laughs> like, oh, this is so depressing. The two people I talk to all the time. Wow. Yeah. So how, so Chantel went to Mexico because obviously she's getting married in two and a half months at this resort and they needed to like check it out. Tell us about it. Yeah, it was amazing. Like I was definitely impressed. Um, So I can't wait to see like just everyone get there and like everyone likes, you know, has a great time and just tells me what they think. I'm so excited. I mean, it looked amazing. It was, yeah, I it was put fast. A, I put something on. Yeah, I was there for like 48 hours. Yeah. I put um, I put the destination like on Snapchat. Like it's just gorgeous. So I just, I can't wait. Snapchat. I honestly can't wait for it just to be done or on Instagram or Instagram. Oh, yeah. I honestly just can't wait for it to be done. So I don't ever have to think about wedding stuff ever again. It's all going to be so worth it once it's like time. You're Is it? <laughs> for me no because I did what everyone else did in our bubble but for you yeah because you're doing it you're having people who love you fly and come to a resort for you yeah no that's that's really special and you can 
that's like really like it's such a blessing and, right and there. only the people that matter and really care about you will come to that so yeah. I feel like that's nice because I I had like what 450 people at my wedding which is not even a lot in our world and I like I didn't even know half of them and I would have rather have an intimate personal type of wedding for sure yeah we're doing the right thing for sure I know um, but yeah, so, I mean, we, we have a lot to cover, so, you know, we can't really side chat as much today because <laughs> let's get going. You know, I know. And my girls are still awake. So let's pray to God that they don't come in the room. I, I told them they were like, oh, you're doing your podcast with Chantal. I'm like, yes, please like go play. They're playing house or baby in the other room. So, um, we are going to start with Salt Lake city and, uh, so when Chantal, when it first started, I don't know if you remember. So it's so crazy because you're watching a scene of Monica telling Heather how her mom leaves her without a car when she gets mad. And now that we know what we know, it's just wild that Monica is looking at Heather's face and telling her things when literally she's suing Heather's business. I know. I just like this. This season has taken a turn. I, I can't. Oh my gosh, I just can't wait for it to get to um the the vacation. I know. I know. No, I, I, yeah, I know. I can't wait for that moment, that moment of Heather literally finding out. And she like says, I'm shaking. I cannot believe this. That's what I can't wait for. Like, no, I can't wait to see what happens. Like when she like sees the rest of the people after, like right. she up, yeah, you know, the aftermath. Just, yeah. Like where she has to like fake it or she doesn't have to fake it. I don't know. Well, so Lisa attends Whitney's house and Whitney's like, I'm sorry. Like I'm just wearing my pajamas. And Lisa's like, I'd wear that out. And Chantal, you literally wore that at BravoCon. I know. <laughs> literally wore, to, wore it to BravoCon. And might I add that Chantal got stopped by every single person and their mom to compliment her on it. So girl, like stop trying to be like, oh, I'm in my pajamas. Like that's not a pajama. That's not what you sleep with. Like you either sleep naked or with like a big ass sweat, like shirt or t-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah. Not sweatshirt, like a t-shirt and baggy pants. Cause yeah, I am to me, number two. To me, just because something is comfortable doesn't mean it's your pajamas. It's just like, you're just looking chic and comfy. Yeah. Thank like you. it's like cozy, but like that, no, you don't actually sleep with that. Cause you probably don't want to mess it up. So exactly. <laughs> whereas, and I wear the same shirt every other day with like the same sweatpants and my husband's like, gosh, <laughs> and I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Sorry. Um, I don't know how people sleep naked though. I really will never understand a person like that. Chantal, I feel like you're kind of like that sometimes. No, not, no. Not like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I could be like, you know, a sports bra and whatever, but the people that sleep naked, I think you're like a serial killer. I, no, I do too. Like something is wrong with you. Like, I don't how get it. it. I don't know. I know people that do like my sister is like that. And it's like, how are you comfortable? Or people who don't wear underwear, like how? How do you not wear underwear? Super weird. Or people who wear socks to sleep. Oh my gosh, what okay, is wrong with so you? If you wear socks to sleep, though, something's wrong for sure. Like something's not all the way there. I'm sorry. Please don't write us a bad review for that. But like, first off, my mom told me if you sleep with socks on, you get blind. Oh, is that what she used to tell us? I think she used to tell us like bad dreams or something. No, my mom literally said it messes with your eyes and you become blind. Is that true? Can anyone no. check, check that? Okay. Well, but I wonder okay. if it has to do with like some superstition like in our culture. I know. I don't know. Well, just like, you know, the second if we like shower, I feel like everyone says this though, but if we shower and we go out and our parents are like, your hair's wet, you're going to get sick. Like, you know, like I feel like they're always just so extra about it. Yeah. 
Like I didn't give Jack a jacket today because I was walking two feet and I left it in the car. My mom was like, this is why he gets sick every day. I'm like, oh my God. Well, gosh. yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I swear. Um, so Winnie asked Lisa what happened at her event. And Winnie says that she's mortified about how they acted. And I agree with Whitney. However, Whitney has done the same things at events. And we even see a flashback of Whitney and how she acted at Coach Shaw's party, which was the same thing. But the most embarrassing part about all of this, Chantel, was the fact that Whitney hosted an event with a cash bar and no food. I was shocked by that. I mean, I get it. I do. But if I was on a TV show like this, this is the last thing I'm going to do because I know every one of them will be coming for me for that. So I would never do that on a TV show. I mean, I don't think I would. Well, it I wouldn't like it host more, something to do that, but I don't know. It seems like it was more of a public event. So like people can come in and actually buy the jewelry, but at least have food for these people. Have like passing odors, but you yeah. don't have to pay for everyone's drink, but have some food. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Have a food at truck least or one, something. At least one. Right. Exactly. Winnie says that Lisa is triggered by Monica and Angie's friendship because she only doesn't like Monica because of what Monica said about Angie. But there's obviously more to that because Monica has been gunning for Lisa. Yeah. And it, it's not, and for, but for Lisa just to say, like, I don't like Monica because the Angie thing, it's like, no, when she right. came at you, when she came at you with this like whole thing that you're like, you know, conceited or you love money, like you knew that this is not your type of girl. So now you don't right. like her because what she did to you as well. So Lisa said the F word in front of Whitney's like 20 year old kids. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, okay, this was a bit. Okay. Am I crazy that I like was like, okay, calm down Whitney. Cause she was like, can you not talk like that in front of my kids? Like they think you're yelling at me and they're paranoid and like they're freaking out. And like, I don't talk like that in front of my kids. Like my kids don't ever hear a swear word in their life. Like, and I'm just like, calm down. You're on no, the this show. Was, this was not okay. Like I felt extremely extremely uncomfortable watching her like patronize Lisa about she said it like nine times <laughs> like kidding. you've been naked half the time and like probably like having sex in front of your kids like what you've are you saying done the craziest things on camera that are mortifying yes. like what, what she was like in a bikini and a cake or I don't even remember I, just, I know like, that's like what I'm thinking about like she's, when she's done drunk and the bathtub scene didn't she do one of those two like she's done such weird things that don't tell me that your kid just doesn't watch it like especially at that age especially at Bobby's age and even if you don't think they watch it they 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 figure out a way to watch it it's on Bravo it's on cable network like it's an easy thing to do but I'm just like calm down and Lisa was right where Lisa was like okay well you are making me really uncomfortable as a guest and she did she said that in her confessional but I was just like calm down what is what, what's up with this Whitney right now acting all perfect like I've been liking Whitney but I was just like very weirded out by this part to me, it's like also why is Lisa feeling so comfortable to tell Winnie any of these things? Like, why is she so like excited to like tell her these things for? And she knows like Winnie's not gonna have her back. Like Winnie's not that person. Well, because they have like mended their friendship last season. I think Winnie was the only one who was really being friends with Lisa. So I feel like they, I feel like they have this like unspoken thing where they said to each other outside of camera, "Let's like make sure we're good." I know, but Winnie's so quick to shit, like, shit on everything Lisa's saying. Yeah, that's true, too. So, Heather, she goes to Mary's house, and Mary's actually being very pleasant uh, 
we see a little bit more of Mary's house and I don't know, guys, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's a house that she'll try to sell for 3 million and literally probably get it for 900,000 because oh, my, of what she's done to the house. I'm not even kidding. Yes. Um, Mary wants to know how she is without the church. Uh, but again, I'm kind of over like the church talk. They talk about the book. Mary says that, you know, Heather said some untrue things and, um, it, it seemed like Heather really didn't say anything that was untrue about Mary. The thing is with Mary, she, she takes all accountability. Like she's like, yeah, I said that. Yeah. I think that, but right. she never thinks it's wrong. And it's so, it's so like off. Right. Now, Meredith is figuring out this, like, whole podcast world, and she has producers, and she's still struggling. And, girl, we feel you. You know, it was so much to learn in the beginning. But, Roxanne. Um, what? Okay. I went and saw this podcast again. (laughs) I can't. This podcast needs to go. So, she has the worst reviews. I'll tell you that. Okay. Her reviews are not great. Okay. They all see audio issues. And, like, she looks like she has nice equipment. And then also... Um, she, even in the, like later in the scene, there's like, um, you know, she's like doing the podcast with Whitney and her husband. That's not even out yet. So it's like, did you like do all these things like a year in advance? I'm so confused with her. Like, wait, how you're she... saying it's not out yet. Cause she did make a post and she said like, you can listen to the episode now. No, I did. Well, unless like I did her in her titles, there's nothing that says featuring Whitney and, um, her husband. When wait, I looked at Whitney, it yesterday, Whitney wasn't in that. Who was the couple? Wait, what? what no, no, there's there's another scene that she's on. It could be in either the next episode or it was like later on in the episode where her. No, this episode, this scene that we're talking about, it was literally Meredith. I know, and... I know, I know what scene we're talking about. We're talking about the scene with her and her husband, but I'm saying she has another scene that she does it with Whitney. And like this was filmed a year ago and that, that episode is still not out. Oh, yeah, but I did see her post about this episode and like say that it's out. Um, and it, it and to me when when her and Seth were talking, I actually was like, oh, like this is kind of interesting to like hear. And I, marriage scares me, guys. She talks about having a post. Is it post nup or post? What is it? Post yeah, nap? Post nup? I don't know. I never, and, I never even heard of this before. Yeah, and she said that she got it once she moved to a different state that wasn't favorable to women, and it was especially so that she could get custody of her kids. And I think that's smart because. She she was moving for her husband, and she wanted to protect herself. And Meredith says they weren't happy together, and it wasn't good. And, I mean, knowing that she says it wasn't good, I think it's amazing that they were able to work through it. Seth says he wasn't there for from, like, an emotional standpoint, and then he gets emotional. And I hate that men especially realize this type of stuff later in life. Like, it pisses me off so much because I feel like – we hear about this so much where the men maybe like work too much or just care about finding a role at work and they get off on that stuff and that they're not around their kids. And then every time they get a little bit older, they're like, if I could go back, the one thing I'd do is like be around my kids more. And like most women don't ever think that because I mean, they, some women, they're just like, I just wish I like cherish those moments. But like most women don't ever say, I wish I was like more present. I don't know. That's what I've just seen in life. Um, but it did make me want to listen to the podcast. But then I died when they realized that they weren't recording. Like that that's a podcast nightmare. 
Yeah, that would have I would have been crazy. No, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure one of them was laughing about it. But you guys have no idea that's a podcaster nightmare for that to happen where it actually was so raw and real and it, it, it came out great and we were getting emotional. Seth was You're crying. crying. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was bad, y'all. Like that. I would have died. I would mean Bravo give me the audio and like post. Oh my it. gosh, literally. <laughs> So Monica is with her kids and her mom swings by with the Range Rover. And so Monica goes out to speak to her and, you know, she says that she wants to give her the Range Rover. And I agree that using the Range Rover, you know, whenever you're upset, that's not healthy for a mom to do. Her mom brings up therapy. And I don't know why I feel like production is pushing the mom to bring up therapy and resolving things. And this mom obviously has to be getting paid. There's just no way she's not getting paid. And the mom apologizes, but Monica makes her mom walk home. And that's kind of ugly. Like they're just really both very toxic people. That was not okay. I don't care. I don't care how mad you and are at your mom. Like, you are not going to make your mother walk home. Seriously. And then didn't we find out, like, um more recently, too, that, like, the Range Rover stories, because, like, Monica wasn't paying. It wasn't the mom yeah, like, saying she, this. she was always late in her payments, and she wasn't actually paying it. And, and that's under what the mom said. Yeah, and it's under the mom's name, so like we, as, yeah, we knew that. Yeah, as like so, like I'm saying, like she's probably like, if you're not gonna pay for it, and it's under my name, then there's. She problems. said that she especially never made a payment on time or anything of that sort. So yeah, I I don't know. It's 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 just bad. Obviously, like as a mom, you still shouldn't put all that and blast that on camera. But Monica brought her on because she needed something so i mean i guess it's both their fault i really hope for monica's sake that she gets a second season so she has more money like i'm so terrified with this money thing i know with her. i just don't know how that would work a second season no one's even talking to her right now so i just don't know how it would work uh, so it's Heather's book club. And again, this is so fucking ballsy of Monica to be appearing to anything associated with Heather. Like I'm I'm still shook about this. Uh, and it's so funny how people tell stories because Chantal, I don't know if you paid attention, but when Monica is talking to Meredith of what happened with Lisa, uh, she literally just says that Lisa made a comment about her mother and how like n your mother clearly doesn't want you. But they were both saying and doing dumb things, but none of that was mentioned except that, which makes Lisa look really bad. 100%. Lisa, and don't you feel, don't you feel Meredith, Meredith is barely in this season? Yeah, I, I feel like I even wrote it later on, but I'm not sure because I wrote this a couple of days ago, but I feel like she is going through it. She is having anxiety and she's going through it. There is something that's not Meredith. Yeah. So Lisa does the opening for Heather's book club or whatever it is. And Monica is literally shouting no and laughing with Angie. And that's not cool. That would so literally ugly. so ugly. It would literally like, it would make my confidence go out the gate immediately because I would just be seeing red. Uh, but you know, what does annoy me is that on the last episode, Chantal, Monica said that she isn't putting Angie in the middle, but when she laughs and makes jokes to Angie and Angie is like uncomfortable and at times laughing, that's putting Angie in the middle. Yeah. And, and for Angie to do that wasn't cool either. No. But I do love how Heather's girls are so supportive of her, by the way, when she was like reading the book and what, like reading parts of it. It made uh, me want to read Heather's book, actually. Really? It did not yeah. make me want to read it. No, but. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to read it. I love like autobiography books like that. Yeah. 
I love that Heather and Lisa are at a place where they can accept each other. It makes me happy to know that although they may disagree with things, they have come together. So that makes me happy. Now, Angie confronts Meredith and uh, she tells her how it made her feel when, you know, Meredith was saying she's going to ruin her family. And Angie says, you don't have the power to ruin my marriage. And Meredith is over this conversation. I think she's just, it keeps getting brought up. So she leaves. And see, I did write, something is off with Meredith this season. Oh my season. God, that's that's so funny. I wrote, she just seems so off. Right. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah. Like now, even the way that she's like moving her lips and the way she's like, mm, like I don't, I, I don't know. know. To me, I am seeing someone having like anxiety and then just wanting to leave because I don't know. I just, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Let us know what you guys think about that. I don't see her returning for another season. I do. I see her returning, but I see her getting help that she needs, whether it's like therapy or anything. Hmm. I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be asked a lot though. Now, Angie goes to Lisa's house and Lisa says, I'm confused because you've said negative things about Monica that you don't want a relationship with her. And the one thing I do appreciate, again, I don't know why people don't like Angie. She doesn't deny it. She owns that she has said terrible things about Monica, but she says that they had a talk and it went pretty well. And Lisa didn't know any of that. And I think Angie should have told her right away, but Angie is real. And she's like, I was actually kind of afraid to tell you. And Lisa goes ham on her in the confessional saying she's weak. Uh, and Lisa was, you know, it's not Lisa's best episode, you know, I don't know. No, I didn't. I thought that Lisa, what Lisa said was, was like perfect and great. She yeah. like was calling her projector. I think that it's weird for, for Angie to put that on, on Lisa when that, that has nothing to do with Lisa. If you're scared to tell me that's your problem, that's not my right. problem. Yeah. No matter and what, if, had she told her everything would have been completely different. And if she is like really mad at you all the time and she's not, she's not into you like that, or she, she gets mad at everything you do, then bye. Lisa's not your friend. Then you can move on. Right. But don't project. Don't project. Like Lisa said, don't put sit there and say, I'm afraid to tell you because you get mad. It's like, no, I, I just tell, I tell the truth. Yeah, no, that's so true. I think that Angie just made things so much worse for herself because if I was Lisa and I saw my friend who just talked so much crap about Monica, like kicking with her, I'd be, I'd be, um, are you okay? What, what, what changed? Yeah. So for her not to tell her that was crazy. Yeah. So that's our Salt Lake City. We're going to be a little bit quicker on these because you guys, we are a little bit late. I actually We're late Chanta, and then Bravo just, you know, just dumped so many episodes out at us. I know. I told Chantal, I was like, should we just move these till next week and we'll cover part one and two? And Chantal's like, no. And I'm like, okay, wow. Um, so yeah, let's talk Beverly Hills. Chantal, I'm still not over the suite. Like, I can't believe that that existed at the place we were at. I know. And like, they would literally, you guys, it's just so funny because we were just in this hotel in Vegas. They went to every single restaurant that we didn't go to. <laughs> well, because yeah. they had kind of bad reviews. I know. So I we mean, looked I'm sure it up. for convenience, you know? Right. Um, Wait, I can don't... we talk, can we talk about Mauricio on the Skinny Confidential podcast? Oh, yes. Yeah. So I listened to it on the plane. So that's why I want to talk about it. Um, it was pretty boring. He really didn't um, talk. It was like an hour and 20 minute podcast. And he probably talked like four to five minutes about like his family marriage. The way it was advertised, though, was like he's going to say something breaking. And literally in that clip is literally what he said. He yeah. he, re- he legit said, when I know what I am doing to my marriage, I will let you know. That's literally what he said. And he did say that it, it like he does say that he 
understands why people want to know and like that people are always asking because they are in the public eye so like that was nice of him not nice of him but like you know um he's self-aware to understand that you know to say we are in the public eye we've been the public eye for 15 years we've had a great marriage like people want to know what's happening but he's like i don't know what's happening but why don't don't know what's happening why don't they know what's happening i mean i think it's because like they really i really think they're just saying like well first of all he was on dancing the stars for so long and I think they're really. It just wasn't really time. that long at all. Really? Yeah, it wasn't that long. Like, like six weeks. Yeah, four or five weeks. Oh, but I feel like that's like when you're in Dancing Stars, you're dancing like six hours a day. But you this know? has been so... going on for almost two years. I know two years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just are still trying to figure when it out. When she's talking but... about it, she's like, "This has been the toughest year in my marriage," and they filmed this like seven months prior. So it's like, this has been going on for two years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He yeah. did say, he's like, we, we, he did say, like, we're going on 27 years. Or he said, we're actually going on 27 years. He's like, people keep forgetting the last year. He's like, but we've completed that year or something like that. He was saying um, right, just weird stuff. But he did say that he loves, like, filming Buying Beverly Hills with his daughters. Um, That was really nice. And Is I there think- a second season coming? Yeah, yeah, it's actually a third season coming up. Oh, okay. I don't watch it clearly. Yeah, it's pretty good sometimes, but they really fake the drama in that show, which is annoying. Yeah, so I don't like that. Yeah, Netflix in itself is. is like Netflix that. does that with reality shows because what was that show that um Selling Sunset? Yeah, that I used to watch and uh, like it was so good until it wasn't, and it felt it felt so forced for drama. But I actually heard it got better again, so I need to watch it because I actually did love that show. Uh. Mauricio's story in general like I mean we've all we've heard it but the way he says it really is like inspiring because because they were broke at one point and then he he does go work for you know the Hilton and then yeah Yeah. it's just really inspiring though that he can go from there to there to like having like one of the biggest companies right yeah you know what I I don't think that Kyle was at a good place by the way with Kathy at the time of staying at the resort which is owned by Kathy's husband so that was nice of her to stay like I wonder if they were still like hooked up or or whatnot, yeah. So, um, we see PK and Mauricio catch up, and Mauricio says that he has no time to fight with Kyle, and that his wife can always be right if that means they won't fight. Kyle calls Mauricio to ask about boys' night, and she's just so aggravated with him. Chantal, sorry, my kids keep coming and talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's so aggravated with him. Even when she asks how his night with PK went, she's annoyed because she didn't get the full version. It's just so weird seeing this side to go from lovey-dovey to a complete 180. No, and it actually gives me anxiety. Like, when I'm watching her, like, the way she has no patience. Like, you know when I'm, like, watching you have no patience or something? When someone around you is not having any patience for anything, it, like, puts you on, like, tip. And it's like, that's what I'm getting while watching her get annoyed of the conversation with Mauricio. And it's like, he didn't even say anything wrong. I know. That's what, but that's what I'm so confused about. I'm like, calm down. But again, she's, I don't know what's happening behind closed doors. I just, I feel like at this point that for seasons, they were faking their relationship and how they really are with each other. Yeah. Or it really, you can really see how it goes from zero to a hundred. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. We'll never know. Or will we? I'm just kidding. I, I, I know. Like, I hope so. <laughs> I'm so scared. Actually, my husband sent me this thing where um, yesterday, he's still at his conference. He's flying in right now. But he sent me this thing where it was like 50% of relationships, like that's a st- statistic right now, ends in divorce. He said that 
if you pray with your, it, like the TikTok said, if you pray with your spouse every single day, that that goes up to 99%. And I don't know, that does seem like exaggerated, but I was like, I feel like praying with your spouse does my, okay, I'm sorry. I'm no, getting there was, like, I don't know. I was just in marriage classes and they say this, they say 50% in divorce. They say, they end up saying, if you end up going to church with your spouse and pray, it's like 80% chance of not getting divorced. And then they say, if you practice NFP with your spouse, and you go to church and you pray, it's 90, like 8% effective of no divorce. Yeah. They do uh, see that. Yeah. Um, I remember, like, yeah, I don't remember, but like, I remember some of those things. Yeah. I was, yeah. Um, Chantal, I got deja vu though, when Crystal and Erica walked down the casino, cause that was us. I know every restaurant, you guys, like, it was just crazy. Even though they went to that nice, re- they went to the nice restaurant with that, like pretty, um, decor, but yeah. Now, um, Garcelle is very good friends with Sutton and they go on this like boat ride in Chantal next year when we go to Vegas. Can you take me on that? No, it's so scary because like it, they like have the close up scene, but when you're in like the hotel, it's like in the middle, everyone, everyone can watch you. It's like so awkward. I've seen Wait, it. Wait, was that at our hotel? No, it's at the, um, the Venetian or Palazzo. I forgot. Oh, which so one. it's like awkward and embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. Like I had to be drunk going on there. Exactly. Well, Next year, I will be drunk, so just kidding. But so I was dying when Garcelle was talking about the conversation with Kyle and Dorit that she had just had, and she couldn't focus because the singer. <laughs> and I was just like, read the room. Why can't people read the room? But I think that's his job, so he has to I do know. it. And especially, he's like, this is my debut. I'm going to be on The Real Housewives. Let's talk about microdosing. You know that just right feeling when your body and mind are really at peace, like after a workout or a nice long shower, where you are relaxed, focused, and a little energized. Being in the zone, well, microdosing can help you get into that zone easier and staying there longer. I took half a gummy right before I had meetings on meetings about my wedding because that stuff is super stressful and honestly, sometimes boring to me. I'd rather be doing anything else and... A little THC never hurt anyone. So I was like, let's see if this will be fun and this help you relax and just get more excited and not take the process so seriously. So to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code TRH to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com TRH. They have a they have a few options. So go on there, see what works best for you if you're sleeping, to feel more energized, to feel more calm, pick whatever works for you. This year, I'm thankful for Honey Love because there's nothing worse than suffering from an uncomfortable bra or shapewear, especially when you've had several babies. Say goodbye to uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bra features support a bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft you won't take it off. And their shapewear uses targeted compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Having kids, I'm all about feeling comfortable. So when I tried this on, I felt amazing. And I do like to sleep with a bra, but I hated the underwire. So this is a win-win. You know that feeling when you come home from a long day and immediately want to take off your bra? With Honey Love, you'll never experience that again. Honey Love's best-selling crossover bra is so comfortable, it's sure to be your new go-to. This bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. Get yourself the gift of comfort. Plus, for this month only, Honey Love is giving up to 50% off site-wide. 
Visit honeylove.com slash TRH to shop their November sale and let them know we sent you when the survey asks. So Doree and Kyle are go they go out to lunch and Doreed asks Kyle about drinking and Kyle just says that she's at a point where she feels like she has to be very clear. But I feel like Kyle is doing everything but not being clear about everything. And Kyle said that before she would feel like she needed to drink with everyone, but this time this is who she is. Take it or leave it. And then Dorit brings up how Mo said it was a tough year to PK, which is so funny. It's like, look how she's right away like, yeah, I talked to PK and he said that your husband said this. And um, And I'd be like, okay, I'd get so annoyed. (laughs) But I feel like that's literally me and Jacob. Um, and Kyle gets emotional saying that, you know, it was a tough year for her and basically Mo wasn't there for her. And then there were all these events with drinking and she's supposed to be that supporting wife, but sometimes she doesn't want to go to these parties and imagine being sober. It's definitely not fun. And she talks about Mo being in sales and it's all about putting yourself out there. And I'm in the sales world. I know how it is. And, um, it's all about being social, which it so is, especially when they are higher up. Like I, those guys are the biggest sales guys and they, they have to talk to every single person. And that would be annoying for me as a wife to like constantly be around that. But Kyle's at a place where she just wants to be home and especially with no longer drinking. It's not fun. And I little wing is now streaming on Paramount plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, Brady PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You get it. What'd you think? Yeah, I feel bad, and I just wish they could have grew with each other. If Kyle doesn't want to go to the parties, like, who cares? Maybe we can do fun things, like, during the after work, like, the 5 to 6 o'clock, or do, like, fun things. It's like, you guys just have to grow with each other. But is it fair to suddenly, oh, you just, you know, just suddenly you say, I don't want to drink anymore, so now that I'm not drinking, I don't want to do these things? No, I think that maybe she can still, like, just like how she she kept saying in Vegas, I'm still fun, I'm still fun. And it's like, you could go right. to these things, maybe not go to all of them, because that probably does get annoying and boring when you're not drinking. But she should go to some at least, and then he should be able to pivot and do fun activities while they're just, it's not all about drinking. Yeah, she just says she's not happy and he's pretty much distracted with his work. And it's crazy because he's so successful right now. And it seems like Kyle would have preferred it when he wasn't that huge. And I kind of get that. 
Yeah, money. That's why money is not any everything. It I just know. really isn't. But to me, like when I listen to Mauricio, Mauricio, it's not. He doesn't like. He's not driven by the money either. He just is driven by wanting to be successful. See, but that's the thing with like men. It's, I know. I feel like success for you should be to be the best husband ever, to be the best father ever, and I do think he is. Yeah, but he's not still ever. Yeah, but he still was really good with the kids. Like he, I know he was. He like sacrificed other things to, yeah. to make sure he was a great father. Yeah, and he was around in their younger years, you know. So the ladies get together for dinner, and I'm tired of the games, but this one was kind of interesting. Garcelle asked an, in- an interesting question about infidelity, and at this point, they obviously they know what they're doing. They're hearing things, and they're purposely saying this, and they ask if for for the married ladies if they were to find out would they be able to let it go and kyle says she doesn't know she says that she's dealt with so many rumors for so many years but she's not someone who would just be like don't let me find out about it yes because same i mean we but we know girls that are like that you you really see girls that are like that and they don't care it's like ignorance is bliss to them right i don't think kyle would be like that either i don't think she would leave him in the past if she if he did i think right now if he did she's at a point where she's like obviously not interested so yeah i think even wasn't the question like how many times or like what would it take just the one time oh okay would you let would you let it go if it was just one time i think it's just like every every it's always situational i think for every relationship is situational yeah Garcelle opens up about when she was cheated on by her husband for five years and how she sent a mass email to their friends just to let them know. And why does that sound like me? That's something I would do. I love this. Like, yes. Like, when they do shit like that, you better go after them and hit it where it hurts. Because I feel like men will try to gaslight you. I watch too much TikTok. And I feel like they will try to gaslight you if they do cheat on you like that. And you would feel bad to put it all out there because you might want it to work. But I would feel like freedom if I sent that email because I'd be like, that means this can never work because I can never go back and ever be that girl who takes back my cheating husband. Like I just told everybody. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I would do that immediately. I know. I always feel like I would probably, yeah, I would. She said like friends and family like I yeah. always think I always would say like I would embarrass you like in front of your friends and family 100%. if you ever embarrassed me yeah. uh-huh because why not Let and then what know. you do after is just like silence obviously if you, if you have kids it's hard but like you don't give them any satisfaction after that right because you're just disgusted yeah I would be so disgusted uh so Erica does open up about the anxiety of money and when she sees numbers she gets nervous now I actually like this side of Erica. To me, she's different from last season. And I think it has everything to do with the fact that Lisa Rinna isn't on the show anymore. Oh, I forgot about that girl. Lisa Rinna hyped up Erica to be really aggressive last season. Yeah, Rinna did. Yeah. So I'm making fun of how you're saying Rinna. Oh, me? Okay. I I was like, what are you doing right now? Um, I was so confused. But I was like, I was like, does Erica say it like that? I don't know. No, you. It's Rena. And you're like, (laughs) Rena. You know, I have a problem with pronouncing last names. I mean, let's be real. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just think she's being very different. So, and even though we're celebrating Crystal's birthday, by the way, it's like Crystal's not even there. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. And, like, they were so annoyed by this. They're like, how many times? I can't. 
So the magic mic people are in the elevator, and Erica's like, ooh, look who we ran into. Say sorry, guys. And Garcelle and Sutton think it was shitty. I, what did you think? Did you think it was, like, wrong of Erica to do that? No. Me either. What was that? Like, I was You're like, such babies. Like, I'm like, so it sorry. It wasn't that serious. Yeah. On the bus home back, Kyle says she wasn't going to leave Sutton because Sutton seemed unhinged. And Garcelle actually agreed with this. And Sutton doesn't want to talk about it. And Erica's like, why do you feel cornered? And Sutton started crying. And she's like, I really do feel bad about how I acted. And I feel like she should because I'm so confused about how she acted. And then Doree is telling Garcelle she should have went from a 10 to a 2. And Dorit is putting a lot of pressure on Gar- Garcelle. And I-, I just think Dorit has something on Garcelle. I feel like what I just said did not make sense. So I forgot, though, what happened. But, like, um, Dorit was basically asking Garcelle, do you do you think what she did was right? And, like, or, like, you should have told her. And then Garcelle's like, I did tell her. So, like, Dorit just needs to, it like. It was weird. Yeah. Dorit has something on her. Everything Garcelle does, she gets triggered or something. I think it's because, like, she hates – I think it's because they – her and Kyle used to get so much, like, hate when they used to stick up for each other. And, like, I think she's seeing that now with Garcelle and Sutton. I don't yeah, know. I don't either. Eric- I just know Sutton was being such a baby about them confronting her. And it's yeah. like, you, you have these weird moments. I feel like Sutton, again, she has very – the last two seasons were very good for her and people liked her like me. I liked her. And this season I'm annoyed of her. So, you know, when people get carried away because they, they were liked and, you know, I mean, everyone just really hated Erica at the time and hated Lisa Rinna. So Sutton was standing up to them and we're like, we love you, Sutton. We think you're weird, but you know what? Thank you. And now it's like, okay, you really are a lot. So, yeah. Uh, Erica and Garcelle have a lunch and it's very productive. I think Garcelle's at a point of not wanting to defend Sutton. And I can't believe, you know, I'm agreeing with all of this. And this was weird. So Kyle heads over to Sutton's. And again, I swear it's crazy how every season changes. Kyle um, or Sutton does this weird impression on Erica embarrassing her. And to me, Chantal, that whole scene, she was being really rude to Kyle. Uh, am I the only one who thinks that? Or no, did you... Sutton was drunk, okay? She was drunk. Really? Yeah, because in that same day, like, she pours herself vodka in this, like, weird, like, I don't know what cut, what kind of um mixer it was. And in that same scene, she has that vodka right next to her, like, that same cup, like, drinking. And she was she was not okay in this scene. And I really, and that's why I think Kyle was like, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, I really think Kyle wanted to be like, are you drunk right now? Right. Kyle says Sutton has a habit of losing her shit, and Sutton is like, name it, name it, name it. And Kyle's trying to name it, and Sutton won't let her. And I think, again, I I wrote this, that Sutton was very popular last season, and it's gotten to her head. But Kyle had valid times that Sutton has lost her shit. And Sutton was, like, in a confessional where she's like, Kyle's not my friend. And I'm just like, you have been looking ridiculous, okay? And when have you had Kyle's back? Why are you why are you putting so much pressure on Kyle to have your back right. with her other friends? Like th- these are her other friends that she's been on the show and have been friends with for so long. But there's not even anything where anyone needs to have anyone's back, you know? Even so exactly true. Yeah. So Beverly Hills is kind of. Eh, I don't know. There's rumors that they want to get a whole new like younger cast. And I do know Bravo is trying to, in general, get all younger people. But, again, I like seeing the age that these women are. So, but I, I don't know. I do think Beverly Hills could use a little bit of a change, though. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, Crystal's one of them. Get rid of Crystal. And well, that like, is like, I don't even know if they're keeping her. I don't know why they're keeping her. I don't get it. Same. Uh, okay, Miami time. Whew, we're, we're getting through these, huh? We're getting through it. We're doing it. Um, so Miami, you guys. Miami was a lot to process, a lot to take in because... Larsa looks really bad this episode. Really, really bad. Mommy, I was scared. I was really scared. So, yeah, the episode starts off with Gertie telling Larsa that she has breast cancer. And Larsa's like, wait, how do you know? And it's not a good look for Larsa. But sometimes people don't know how to react to these things. But her keep asking her, like, consistently, well, how do you know is dumb. And then she, like, she's like, Oh my God, this is really bad. She looks at Gertie and she's like, okay, well don't put this whole situation on me now. You never told me. I never knew about this. And I was like, Larsa, please stop. Please freaking stop. No, she, sh- she showed no sympathy. She still makes it about her. I, yeah. I she could have just shut up and just said, I'm sorry. And you would have been fine without all what you just did. Right. Yeah. She reacted terribly to that. And she's getting a lot of backlash. And yeah, she should, but, like, I do understand that everyone doesn't know how to react, like, when someone tells yeah. them bad news, but, I mean, that was, that was, I swear, I was, I was wanting to hide under my blanket. I swear. You can tell Gertie is regretting telling her, but she does tell Larsa, you know, you're the fourth person in the group that I've told, and she says, I don't want you to share this with anyone because I'm trying to figure out how I myself am going to tell the other ladies. Oh, my God, Chantel. Oh my gosh. And, <laughs> and I was like, and like, I know Gertie is so beautiful and strong and her attitude has been so positive. Like if anybody has cancer, it's like, look to Gertie of how she's been handling it so 100%. far. What we've seen. Yeah. Larsa's wild though, because she's like, what if I went to TMZ and told them that's what she tells Gertie and Chantal Larsa knows the media. Well, do you remember that episode when Kim Kardashian found out about Tristan in the confessional? Larsa was the one who called her and was like someone from the media that I know is about to release this story. And it was, it was someone from TMZ. So she really has like a connection with TMZ. Yeah, that's scary. I know. Anyone, yeah. Anyone and it's scary like that that was your, like, your joke to go to. Right. <laughs> Larsa, man, she, she did not do good. You're not landing at all. Yeah. No, very bad. Larsa was really great in person, by the way, when we met her. But, yeah, this episode is not a good look. Anyways, back to Gertie asking her to keep it confidential. Larsa doesn't know what that means. And I feel like, okay, so she's Middle Eastern, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's something. That's whatever. But she's a Syrian. So, Oh, oh, she's a Syrian. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's literally what we are. We're just, yeah. it's like the same thing. Um, but I, we're, like, honestly, that's how Middle Eastern people are. So I didn't tell my mom recently about a situation. When I was in Vegas, my husband was at my mom's house because, you know, he can't handle the kids. And so they were all at my mom's house, him and my brother. And he told her something that I never told her that happened to me with someone, whatever. Randomly last night, my aunt calls me and she's talking to me for 10 minutes. And I'm like, wow, the fuck? That's really nice that she's calling. But, you know, she's just asking about the kids. And then, and then you guys, my aunt goes, so what happened about this situation? And I was (laughs) like, oh my gosh, like these people really, like my mom and her sisters cannot keep anything from each other. It's, it's about their kids. Like, even if it's about their kids, they go ham and will call their sisters to like shit on their kids. So I feel like it's a Middle Eastern thing. Just have a big mouth. <laughs> I know, I know. But she like, she even said to her, "This is the the part though." She goes like, "Don't like let me tell." She goes, "Oh girl, like I know, I know." Like the way she made yeah. it seem like I know, and then all of a sudden, boom, 
Okay, so it's one thing that she tells her girlfriends because whatever, you know, like I like I would tell Chantal, I would call you right away and I would tell you, but I would I would never ever do it on camera. I would do it off camera. One hundred percent. Even when I saw that she told the people that we don't even know who they are, what she told them, I was like, whatever, like Gertie yeah. won't find out until after. It's fine, it's no big deal. But then when she goes and tells oh the castmates, oh my gosh. No. I so, yeah. before. Yeah, puff, wait, what is it? A puff, what is it? I don't I know. Puff, I, have, yeah, I don't yeah. even know. Whatever she says. Oh, that, is, <laughs> that is so funny. That was good. Okay, so um, so they're all at Larsa's like welcome home for Marcus party. So scared, and I was shocked because Lisa Hochstein is the first to Larsa's party, and Lisa's late to everything, and I still can't believe this is a welcome home party for Marcus when he's been gone for five days. Uh, but I was dying that Kiki thought this whole party was a joke. Like she really didn't think Larsa was being serious, but girl, we all thought it was a joke and you guys are all here. So there's that. Uh, so the ladies ask her what happened with Gertie and she flat out immediately tells everyone of the girls she has breast cancer. And I am so shook. Gertie told her literally, I have to think of a way to tell the girls and Larsa tells them and tells them, don't say anything. She literally, like, do you have amnesia? Did you forget? She better own this. And she didn't own it. She, like, wrote this tweet. Can you read the tweet that that she said about the situation? It was so stupid. Oh, let me pull it up. I'm telling you guys, I have been... M-I-A with... Oh, you you haven't haven't read it? Want me to read it? Yeah, if you have it. Okay, yep, hold on. I do... Do you? I didn't know Larsa said anything. Yeah, she says something. Hold on. I thought Gertie did. She said, I called and texted Gertie after she called me um, fake in the press. She never responded. We argued back and forth, which wasn't shown when she told me she was diagnosed with breast. breast. I was shocked and wanted to rally the girls to support her. I've been nothing but a good friend to her. Like she's Okay, but that's not your place to do that. I know. She's basically saying, like, I wanted to rally. It doesn't matter. No matter what she literally told you don't say anything and like do it off camera okay be shady about it and that's it yeah but it was hitting marisol very hard and that's sad because i think marisol she said her friend is sick and she's not even us like i feel like everyone around us we we keep hearing things about other people and it's like we're we're at a point in our lives where that's gonna start happening and it's all very very sad now crazy is that like um i feel like even this whole kardashian thing is like that is the reason probably they stopped being friends with her is because she probably would tell people things oh yeah she would probably be the leaker to the media yeah and it's like when they would say don't say anything and then she'd be the one to say something right so todd and alexia show up and everyone's confused with todd showing up since he didn't show up to his own house and um by the way Chantal, i died with marisol spilling her wine in larsa's thirty-five thousand dollar rug oh my gosh i can't with careless people though I know, but like, st- also like, I don't when you're know. Hosting, like when you're hosting, when you're hosting, it's like you have to expect things like that to happen. But like, Lar- like Marisol walked away. It spilled in. Marisol just walked away, and Lars was like, "Dude, there's wine on my <laughs> rug." <laughs> so it's like, yeah, be aware. So now Larsa tells Alexia about the breast cancer, and Alexia's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." And I'm like, "Okay, Alexia, like, wrong person to see. I'm so sorry too. I don't know." Um, but nothing was funnier than Marcus walking in, and no one was even ready or prepared to surprise him. And he walks in, he's like, "What the fuck is happening?" Um, and then they all turn around and they're like, "Surprise!" Well, what was this party? Like, this is the funniest. Like, who does this? But they're kind of cute together. 
No, they are. I, I, I like. They're, them. they're so into each other. I, I can't fault people. I mean, but it's you guys. It's the PDA is too. But the PDA is too much. I don't like being around PDA couples. I really don't. Like, I'm happy for you, and I think it's cute, but I don't like being around it. Is that weird? Maybe because I am such not a PDA person. I think it's to a point if like you're taking if you're being uncomfortable in front of people, then it's like just stop. Like if you're sitting, if you're just like kissing in front of everybody and like doing your own thing of just kissing on the side, it's like calm down. Then don't come. <laughs> Am I a bitter Betty? I don't know. I'm so not like that. I maybe I do need to be like that. I feel like my husband would love it if I was like that. Um uh yeah. So Todd says that the reason he didn't stay at his house is because when he saw the guest list, he couldn't be there knowing the person that com- was coming has spoke poorly of a stepson. What's crazy is he's referring to Adriana, but Adriana literally said that she asked Todd if he had an issue with her and he said no. Then he apparently spoke and said that their marriage needed work. So was this on camera? Was what on camera? This Adriana and Todd situation. No, it wasn't. Oh my gosh. I know. And I really don't like Adriana because Adriana has, Adriana has been doing the, the most terrible things ever. I don't know how Julia doesn't see it. It's, she's jealous or something. I don't know yeah. what else, what else it is, but um, I felt like Todd was a bit abrasive though in this like conversation. Did you? I just think he he really doesn't want to talk about it or he doesn't want the attention on him, but he knows he has to address it. So he wants to address it fast and like sweep it under the rug. And everyone's like, no, this is still fucking weird. Yeah. Like it was just like, okay. Todd, I, was, I was just like, whoa, Todd. Okay. And, and Todd obviously on. doesn't want to be there. And he's like trying for her. Yeah. Lisa's talking about the Lenny stuff and how hard it's been because she feels like he obviously is putting through her, putting her through hell and back. And Everyone's like, okay, can you just stop talking about Lenny in front of Jody, though? Even though he's not here right now, just stop talking about we're just trying to teach you. But, I mean, it's hard because I think with Lisa, she just looks at it like this was my best friend at one point. For him to completely flip and then disrespect me through the process, like, I can't fathom that someone, like, my husband could do this to me. Yeah, I don't think she still isn't processing. I still don't think she ever will process it. I think she's mind blown about the whole situation. Absolutely. And will always be that way. Yeah. Anthony and Nicole are boat shopping and I'm just, you know, jealous. I'm just, they're um, always doing stuff with money. It's like, damn, must be freaking nice. Do you feel like they're trying to prove something or like show? I mean, but like, that's what we like to see. Like, I like seeing that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know because they don't, they come off, uh, they come off of like they have money, but they don't come off like they're, it's in your face. Well, Anthony has money. Okay. Like Anthony is like loaded. I love that they're talking about baby number two and it's great to know that they're currently pregnant. We're due the same time, but I'm really surprised that they waited five years to like have this pregnant talk. I know from their first kid. So they're not married and like, I don't know, maybe she, they want to, I don't know. Well, then it's all weird because he asked to, I don't know. It's so weird. Like he, he, at, like they're engaged, but they're like, let's have a baby, and then that that baby will be able to come to our wedding, and both our kids will be able to come to our wedding. And it's like, why don't you just get married because you're engaged? I know. I don't understand people who are engaged and don't get married, or like hold it off forever. That doesn't make sense to me. Then why'd you get engaged? Both of them. I mean, they've both been weird about this whole thing, so I don't even know what to even say about that. Because remember, like, Julia, or not Julia, remember Nicole would act like Anthony doesn't want to get care. married. And that and she, the, she didn't care. care. She's like, I don't care. But it was, like, such, like, a deflect thing where we all would say that. And then it's like, yeah. we, like, want, we care. Um, I mean, but you guys, I skipped Julia's part. I don't, I skipped, I always Julia's skip her just, part. Julia's boring and she is bored herself, so I just yeah. can't. I skipped her. I, I can't do it, so I have nothing on Julia. 
I love how you can tell, by the way, that Russell is such a great support and how he says to Gertie, you know, when she's talking to him about what she's about to go through, he's like, your stuff is my stuff. He literally believes they are one and that's how every couple should be. And I love that. And he has her back and he's making her feel so good. And I'm, I love you, Russell. Yeah, no, I, I like both of them. They just have such like beautiful personalities to like look up to in any of this kind of situation. Yeah, for sure. Well, we we got through it, Chantel. I didn't think we were. I really was like, let's just wait till next week. But we got through these recaps. We went through all of them. And do you have anything else to say? No, I just think that like some of the, the there's not like so much happening for yeah. us to have to like write on every single scene. But it's a lot. Like, I don't, I think I prefer when Bravo doesn't have it all like this. It's too much for me. Well, I, it's, we're literally watching I think we keep saying this, but it's four housewife shows on right now. Four. That's a lot. Yeah. And then there is like two side shows that we like to watch too. Yeah. I haven't watched Southern Charm yet. I haven't even had the chance. I'm just like looking at my husband's location, seeing if he's like flew in because I need a break. (laughs) So I mean, put your kids to sleep. I know. I, well, I can't because like they are, you know, they don't listen to me. They listen to their dad. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to lay with like, I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing that I don't even care to talk about right now. But, um, yeah, you guys, so we're okay though. We're healthy. We're good. We just, we took a little bit of a break this week, huh, Chantel? So yeah. We did. And I don't know how Thanksgiving is like, are the shows going to come on during Thanksgiving? Oh we wait, Thanksgiving Thursday. So never mind. It will. So no, it still will. So we just have to be on top of it and we will be on top of it. So, uh, but thank you guys for checking on us and seeing if we're okay and all the love that we get on our DMS and our social media. So thank you guys so much. Be sure to subscribe, join our Patreon if you can. And we love you guys and appreciate the support and please write us a nice review on Apple podcasts when you have a chance. Bye guys. Have a great weekend. Bye guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.